The following is a Relevant Radio program and is protected under U.S. copyright laws. This program is made possible through the contributions of listeners like you. Support Relevant Radio by clicking on the Donate icon at www.relevantradio.com. In the United States, only a week until Thanksgiving Day, so it's time to start shopping for a bird. Good morning, I'm Paul Sadek. It's Daybreak on Relevant Radio and the Relevant Radio app. Today is Thursday, November 17th, 2022, Thursday of the 33rd week in Ordinary Time. In the Missal, it's Liturgical Year C, Cycle 2. Thursday is a day to pray the luminous mysteries of the Rosary. And today is the Memorial of St. Elizabeth of Hungary. Born in 1207, at the age of 14, she was married to Louis of Thuringia, whom she deeply loved. She bore him three children. She led a life of prayer, sacrifice, and service to the poor and sick. She wanted to become one with the poor, so she wore simple clothing. Daily, she would take bread to hundreds of the poorest in the land who came to her gate. After six years of marriage, her husband died in the Crusades. Elizabeth was grief-stricken. Her husband's family believed she was squandering the royal purse and mistreated her, finally throwing her out of the palace. When her husband's allies returned from the Crusades, she was reinstated since her son was legal heir to the throne. In 1228, Elizabeth joined the secular Franciscan order. She spent the remaining few years of her life caring for the poor in a hospital which she had founded. Elizabeth's health declined. She died before her 24th birthday in 1231. She is the patroness of Catholic Charities and of the secular Franciscan order. St. Elizabeth of Hungary, pray for us. Let's offer this day to the Lord. Lord Jesus Christ, in union with that divine intention with which you offered to God your praises on earth through your most sacred heart, and now offer them in the sacrament of the Eucharist everywhere, even to the end of time, I most gladly offer you throughout this entire day all my thoughts and intentions, all my affections and desires, all my words and deeds, in imitation of the Most Holy Heart of the Blessed Virgin Mary Immaculate. Amen. And along with Pope Francis, we pray for children who are suffering, especially those who are homeless orphans and victims of war. May they be guaranteed access to education and the opportunity to experience family affection. 10 Minutes with Jesus is a guided meditation on the gospel of the day prepared by a Catholic priest. Here's today's 10 Minutes with Jesus. My Lord and my God, I firmly believe that you are here, that you see me and that you hear me. I adore you with profound reverence. I ask your pardon for my sins, for the grace to make this time of prayer fruitful. My Immaculate Mother, St. Joseph, my Father and Lord, my guardian angel, intercede for me. As Jesus drew near Jerusalem, he saw the city and wept over it, saying, If this day you only knew what makes for peace, but now it is hidden from your eyes. Lord Jesus, it's always moving to see your human emotions, which are a window into your divine love. Jesus sees Jerusalem, the city so dear to God, and he weeps over it because he knows that eventually 
Jerusalem will have this great fall, a fall that he predicts at the hands of the Romans in the first century. And he weeps over it because they didn't recognize him. They didn't recognize him as the savior of the world. They didn't respond to his presence, to his invitation, an invitation from God for salvation in the way that they should have. And since he loves them, since he loves the city, he loves all of its inhabitants, this disappoints him and it saddens him. If this day you only knew what makes for peace, but now it is hidden from your eyes. For the days are coming upon you when your enemies will raise a palisade against you. They will encircle you and hem you in on all sides. They will smash you to the ground and your children within you, and they will not leave one stone upon another within you, because you do not recognize the time of your visitation. In this last week of ordinary time, the church has us consider the time of judgment, the time at the end of our life individually, the time of the end times collectively, when God will judge us. He'll judge us individually at the end of our life, and he'll judge us collectively at the final judgment as a, as a collective human race. And considering that, it helps us to ask ourselves, well, am I making most of the opportunity that I have in this life? Am I especially making most of Jesus' presence in my life? Lord Jesus, just as you visited the earth and you visited and preached to the people of Jerusalem and the people of Israel, so too, through your church, through your saints, through the gospel, you visited my life. And just like you expect a certain response from Jerusalem, and you're sad that they didn't give you that response. And there's a certain consequence, a negative consequence for having rejected you or having overlooked you. So too, Lord, in my life, you've visited me with your teaching in the gospel, with your presence in the sacraments, with my formation as a Christian. And you have the right to expect a certain change in me. I remember when I was in high school, I played football. And one summer, our high school football team went to this camp on the campus of a, of a university in Pennsylvania. And as you can imagine, there were a lot of shenanigans at night, pranks and things, mostly harmless. I think the worst thing we did was stay up late playing poker, betting way too much money for, for our age. And I remember the, um, the coaches there who were trying to help us prepare for the upcoming season. One of them in a, in a classroom setting wrote on a whiteboard the title of this meditation. So if you have a minute, you can look down and see it's written there. It's the title of this meditation is something that he wrote on this whiteboard. If you're driving, don't look at it now, look at it later. And then he asked us, how do you read that? And me personally, when I saw that string of letters together, my brain processed it as opportunity is nowhere. Opportunity is nowhere. And then, of course, some other people saw opportunity is now here. And that was his point, that we have to look at the same thing 
as everyone else and react to it optimistically, react, react to it as an opportunity, the presence of a great opportunity. And his, his point in sports was that, you know, things go wrong, you make a mistake, maybe there's a bad play or a bad drive or a foul or something that changes the fortunes of your team negatively. And the temptation there is to think opportunity is nowhere. This is the end. Whereas the person with that more positive attitude towards difficulty, the more positive attitude towards moments of life in general, says, no, opportunity is now here. There's an opportunity here and now. And this is our life. Our life is our one shot at love. Our life on earth where we use our freedom fully is our one shot at heaven. And our response to Jesus is so important for this. Right? In no other name will we be saved. Humanity is only saved through Jesus, knowingly or unknowingly. If anyone gets to heaven, they get to heaven because of Jesus and because of some response on their part to Jesus. So Jesus says, from those who are given much, much is expected. Lord Jesus, thank you. You've made your visitation to me personally very explicit. I know the Gospels. I know the teachings of the church. I know the lives of the saints, and I can grow in my knowledge of those things. And so my response to you, Lord, should be great. My response to you, Lord, should be generous. My response should be faithful. Because your visitation to me, like your visitation to the Jews of your time, is something very real and very evident. And so as you weep over Jerusalem, Lord, because they didn't recognize the time of their visitation, because they saw opportunity is nowhere, as opposed to opportunity is now here. So too, Lord, if I lag in my response, if I'm indifferent to your presence in my life, if I don't let it convert me, it's a sad thing. And it leads to punishment, it leads to sorrow. So help me to be responsive, help me to be good soil. The same seed that the sower sows in the parable of our Lord the same kind of seed has the power to grow or that power to grow is thwarted by falling on dry soil or rocky soil. And so the power of the seed, the potential of the seed to grow depends on where it lands. Lord, help your visitation. You are being sown in my conscience, in my heart, in my prayer life. Have the full response that it should have the, the full response, Lord, that you want it to have. Help me to see, Lord, that in you, this great opportunity is now here. The opportunity of my daily correspondence to your will, the opportunity of a deeper prayer life, the opportunity, Lord, of serving you, right? serving you by serving others in my life. What you've done for the least of these, my brethren, you've done for me. When Jesus describes the final judgment, that's how he describes it, right? We'll be judged as to how we treated our neighbors and specifically as, as to how we treated him in our neighbors or him through our neighbors. What you've done to the least of these, my brethren, you've done to me. What you failed to do to the least of these, my brethren, 
you failed to do to me. And so every little moment in my life, every little opportunity to serve is an opportunity to respond to Christian life, an opportunity to win heaven. Opportunity is now here. That's always true. We always have an opportunity, a chance to love. We always have an opportunity to trust God. No matter what our life is giving us, there's always this opportunity, this potential to make it a moment of conversion, to make it a moment of trusting God, turning away from ourselves, turning away from sin, and loving God, loving others. Opportunity is now here. I thank you, my God, for the good resolutions, affections, and inspirations which you have communicated to me in this meditation. I ask your help to put them into effect, my Immaculate Mother, St. Joseph, my Father and Lord, my Guardian Angel, intercede for me. You'll find more of 10 Minutes with Jesus at RelevantRadio.com and on the Relevant Radio app. It's 16 minutes past the hour, and this is Daybreak. It's the Memorial of St. Elizabeth of Hungary. I'm Paul Sadek, and this is Daybreak on Relevant Radio and the Relevant Radio app. We begin this day of prayer joining with the whole church as we're led by our friends at DivineOffice.org in the Invitatory Psalm and the Office of Readings. Lord, open my lips, and And my my mouth will proclaim proclaim your praise. Come, let us worship God, wonderful in his saints. Come, let us worship God, wonderful in his saints. Cry out with joy to the Lord, all the earth. Serve the Lord with gladness. Come before him, singing for joy. Come, let us worship God, wonderful in his saints. Know that he, the Lord, is God. He made us, we belong to him. We are his people the sheep of his flock. Come, let us worship God, wonderful in his saints. Go within his gates, giving thanks. Enter his courts with songs of praise. Give thanks to him and bless his name. Come, let us worship God, wonderful in his saints. Indeed, how good is the Lord, eternal his merciful love. He is faithful from age to age. Come, let us worship God, wonderful in his saints. Glory to the Father, and to the Son, and to the Holy Spirit, as it was was in the beginning, beginning, is now, and and will be forever. Amen. Come, let us worship God, wonderful in his saints. Holy God, we praise thy name. Hark the loud salute. 
word of the Lord is a strong shield for all who put their trust in him. The word word of the Lord is a strong shield for all who put their trust in him. As for God, his ways are perfect. The word of the Lord, purest gold. He indeed is the shield of all who make him their refuge. For who is God but the Lord? Who is a rock but our God? The God who girds me with strength and makes the path safe before me. My feet you made swift as the deer's. You have made me stand firm on the heights. You have trained my hands for battle and my arms to bend the heavy bow. Glory to the Father, and to the Son, and to the Holy Spirit, as it was in the beginning, is now, and will be forever. Amen. The word of the Lord is a strong shield for all who put their trust in him. Your strong right hand has upheld me, Lord. Your Your strong right hand has upheld me, Lord. You gave me your saving shield. You upheld me, trained me with care. You gave me freedom for my steps. My feet have never slipped. I pursued and overtook my foes, never turning back till they were slain. I smote them so they could not rise. They fell beneath my feet. You girded me with strength for battle. You made my enemies fall beneath me. You made my foes take flight. Those who hated me I destroyed. They cried, but there was no one to save them. They cried to the Lord, but in vain. I crushed them fine as dust before the wind, trod them down like dirt in the streets. You saved me from the feuds of the people and put me at the head of the nations. People unknown to me served me. When they heard of me, they obeyed me. Foreign nations came to me cringing. Foreign nations faded away. They came trembling out of their strongholds. Glory to the Father, and to the Son, and to the Holy Spirit. As it was in the beginning, is now, and will be forever. Amen. Your strong right hand has upheld me, Lord. May the living God, my Savior, be praised forever. May the living God, my Savior, be praised forever. Long life to the Lord, my rock. Praised be the God who saves me, the God who gives me redress and subdues people under me. You saved me from my furious foes. You set me above my assailants. You saved me from violent men, so I will praise you, Lord, among the nations. I will sing a psalm to your name. He has given great victories to his king and shown his love for his anointed, for David and his sons forever. Glory to the Father, and to the Son, and to the Holy Spirit. As it was in the beginning, is now, and will be forever. Amen. Lord God, our strength and salvation, put in us the flame of your love and make our love for you grow to a perfect love which reaches to our neighbor. 
May May the living God, my my Savior, be praised forever. The thoughts of my heart are always before you, O Lord. You You are are my my help and my Redeemer. From the book of the prophet Zechariah. Thus says the Lord my God, Shepherd the flock to be slaughtered. For they who buy them slay them with impunity, while those who sell them say, Blessed be the Lord, I've become rich. Even their own shepherds do not fill for them. Nor shall I spare the inhabitants of the earth any more, says the Lord. Yes, I will deliver each of them into the power of his neighbor or into the power of his king. They shall crush the earth, and I will not deliver it out of their power. So I became the shepherd of the flock to be slaughtered for the sheep merchants. I took two staffs, one of which I called favor and the other bonds, and I fed the flock. In a single month, I did away with the three shepherds. I wearied of them, and they behaved badly toward me. I will not feed you, I said. What is to die, let it die. What is to perish, let it perish. And let those that are left devour one another's flesh. Then I took my staff favor and snapped it asunder, breaking off the covenant which I had made with all peoples. That day it was broken off. The sheep merchants who were watching me understood that this was the word of the Lord. I said to them, If it seems good to you, give me my wages, but if not, let it go. And they counted out my wages. Thirty pieces of silver. But the Lord said to me, Throw it in the treasury, the handsome price at which they valued me. So I took the thirty pieces of silver and threw them into the treasury in the house of the Lord. Then I snapped asunder my other staff, bonds, breaking off the brotherhood between Judah and Israel. The Lord said to me, This time take the gear of a foolish shepherd, for I will raise up a shepherd in the land who will take no note of those that perish, nor seek the stray, nor heal the injured, nor feed what survives. He will eat the flesh of the fat ones and tear off their hooves. Woe to my foolish shepherd who forsakes the flock. May the sword fall upon his arm, upon his right eye. Let his arm wither away entirely, and his right eye be blinded forever. An oracle, the word of the Lord concerning Israel. Thus says the Lord, who spreads out the heavens, lays the foundations of the earth, and forms the spirit of man within him. See, I will make Jerusalem a bowl to stupefy all peoples round about. Judah will be besieged even Jerusalem. On that day, I will make Jerusalem a weighty stone for all peoples. All who attempt to lift it shall injure themselves badly, and all the nations of the earth shall be gathered against her. 
On that day, says the Lord, I will strike every horse with fright and its rider with madness. I will strike blind all the horses of the peoples upon the house of Judah. I will open my eyes, and the princes of Judah shall say to themselves, The inhabitants of Jerusalem have their strength in the Lord of hosts, their God. On that day, I will make the princes of Judah like a brazier of fire in the woodland, and like a burning torch among the sheaves. They shall devour right and left all the surrounding peoples, but Jerusalem shall still abide on its own site. The Lord shall save the tents of Judah first, that the glory of the house of David and the glory of the inhabitants of Jerusalem may not be exalted over Judah. On that day, the Lord will shield the inhabitants of Jerusalem, and the weakling among them shall be like David on that day, and the house of David godlike, like an angel of the Lord before them. The Word of the Lord They counted out my wages, thirty pieces of silver, the, the noble, noble price at, at which, which they, they valued me. Judah said, What will you give me if I hand him over to you? They decided to pay him thirty pieces of silver. The, the noble, noble price at, at which, which they, they valued me. From a letter by Conrad of Marburg, spiritual director of St. Elizabeth. From this time onward, Elizabeth's goodness greatly increased. She was a lifelong friend of the poor and gave herself entirely to relieving the hungry. She ordered that one of her castles should be converted into a hospital in which she gathered many of the weak and feeble. She generously gave alms to all who were in need, not only in that place, but in all the territories of her husband's empire. She spent all her own revenue from her husband's four principalities, and finally she sold her luxurious possessions and rich clothes for the sake of the poor. Twice a day, in the morning and in the evening, Elizabeth went to visit the sick. She personally cared for those who were particularly repulsive. To some she gave food, to others clothes. Some she carried on her own shoulders and performed many other kindly services. Her husband of happy memory gladly approved of these charitable works. Finally, when her husband died, she sought the highest perfection. Filled with tears, she implored me to let her beg for alms from door to door. On Good Friday of that year, when the altars had been stripped, she laid her hands on the altar in a chapel in her own town, where she had established the Friars Minor, and before witnesses she voluntarily renounced all worldly display and everything that our Savior in the Gospel advises us to abandon. Even then, she saw that she could still be distracted by the cares and worldly glory which had surrounded her while her husband was alive. Against my will, she followed me to Marburg. In the town, she built a hospice where she gathered together the weak and the feeble. There she attended 
the most wretched and contemptible at her own table. Apart from these active good works, I declare before God that I have seldom seen the more contemplative woman. When she was coming from private prayer, some religious men and women often saw her face shining marvelously and light coming from her eyes like the rays of the sun. Before her death, I heard her confession. When I asked what should be done about her goods and possessions, she replied that anything which seemed to be hers belonged to the poor. She asked me to distribute everything except one worn-out dress in which she wished to be buried. When all this had been decided, she received the body of our Lord. Afterward, until Vespers, she spoke often of the holiest things she had heard in sermons. Then she devoutly commended to God all who were sitting near her, and as if falling into a gentle sleep, she died. You acted bravely, and your heart has been strengthened because you loved chastity. Your, your name, name will, will be, be praised forever. forever. Your prayers and generosity have been accepted in God's sight, and because of them, He has remembered you. Your, your name, name will be praised forever. Let us pray. O God, by whose gift St. Elizabeth of Hungary recognized and revered Christ in the poor, grant through her intercession that we may serve with unfailing charity the needy and those afflicted. Through our Lord Jesus Christ, your Son, who lives and reigns with you in the unity of the Holy Spirit, God, forever and ever. Amen. 23 minutes before the hour, today's gospel is coming up. In conversation with God and morning prayer are also straight ahead on Daybreak, on Relevant Radio and the Relevant Radio app. It's Daybreak on Relevant Radio and the Relevant Radio app for Thursday, November 17th, 2022, the Memorial of St. Elizabeth of Hungary. I'm Paul Sadek. In today's Gospel from Truth and Life, the dramatized audio Bible, we see the very human side of Jesus from the 19th chapter of the Gospel of Luke. When he drew near and saw the city, he wept over it. Would that even today you knew the things that make for peace, but now they are hid from your eyes. For the days shall come upon you when your enemies will cast up a bank about you and surround you and hem you in on every side and dash you to the ground, you and your children within you, and they will not leave one stone upon another in you because you did not know the time of your visitation. This selection from Truth and Life, the dramatized audio Bible courtesy of Falcon Picture Group, daily and Sunday Mass readings can be found on the Relevant Radio app. Today's Gospel is really quite a striking illustration of the sacred humanity of Christ. Today's reading from In Conversation with God by Father Francisco Fernandez Carvajal is from Volume 5, Ordinary Time. The 
Lord's lament over Jerusalem contains a great mystery. Jesus had expelled demons, healed sick people, raised the dead, converted tax collectors and sinners, yet all his efforts had come to naught as far as Jerusalem was concerned. Her people were too hard-hearted. We have here a glimpse of what effect this kind of rejection has on the sacred heart of Jesus. At times, seeing those souls asleep, one feels an enormous desire to shout at them, to make them take notice, to wake them up from that terrible torpor they have fallen into. It is so sad to see them walk like a blind man heading out with his stick without finding the way. I can well understand how the tears of Jesus over Jerusalem sprang from his perfect charity. The work of the Master is continued by his followers. We participate in the sentiments of the Sacred Heart. When we look at Jesus, we have to learn how to care for our fellow men. We have to treat each person with the respect he or she deserves. We should strive to understand our neighbor's defects and make allowance for them. Christ will teach us how to be authentically human. Every day we will seek to make life more pleasant for the people around us. We will give way in our likes and dislikes. We will show a sincere interest in the health of others. Above all, we will be concerned about the spiritual well-being of everyone we deal with in the course of the day. Let us bring them closer to Christ. St. John Chrysostom has written, There is no better sign by which a Christian may be identified than the care he shows for his fellow man. Today we ask our mother, Holy Mary, to give us a heart like that of her son. As a result, we will never be indifferent to the fortunes of our neighbors. In Conversation with God by Francis Fernandez is published by Scepter Publishers. You'll find it at your local Catholic bookstore. It's 16 minutes before the hour, and we pray once again with the whole church as we're led by our friends at DivineOffice.org in morning prayer. God, come to my assistance. Lord, make haste to help me. Glory to the Father, and to the Son, and to the Holy Spirit. As it was in the beginning, is now, and will be forever. Amen. Alleluia. Wondrous love you show us, ever inspiring souls to serve the Gently you call them, he 
Awake, lyre and harp, with praise let us awake the dawn. Awake, lyre and harp, with praise let us awake the dawn. Have mercy on me, God, have mercy, for in you my soul has taken refuge. In the shadow of your wings I take refuge, till the storms of destruction pass by. I call to God the Most High. To God, who has always been my help, may he send from heaven and save me, and shame those who assail me. May God send his truth and his love. My soul lies down among lions, who would devour the sons of men. Their teeth are spears and arrows, their tongue a sharpened sword. O God, arise above the heavens, may your glory shine on earth. They laid a snare for my steps, my soul was bowed down. They dug a pit in my path, but fell in it themselves. My heart is ready, O God, my heart is ready. I will sing, I will sing your praise. Awake, my soul, awake, lyre and harp. I will awake the dawn. I will thank you, Lord, among the peoples. Among the nations I will praise you. For your love reaches to the heavens, and your truth to the skies. O God, arise above the heavens. May your glory shine on earth. Glory to the Father, and to the Son, and to the Holy Spirit. As As it was was in the beginning, beginning, is now, now, and and will will be forever. forever. Amen. Lord, send your mercy and your truth to rescue us from the snares of the devil, and we will praise you among the peoples and proclaim you to the nations, happy to be known as companions of your Son. Awake, lyre and harp, with praise let us awake the dawn. My people, says the Lord, will be filled with my blessings. My people, says the Lord, will be filled with my blessings. Hear the word of the Lord, O nations. Proclaim it on distant coasts and say, 
He who scattered Israel now gathers them together. He guards them as a shepherd his flock. The Lord shall ransom Jacob. He shall redeem him from the hand of his conqueror. Shouting, they shall mount the heights of Zion. They shall come streaming to the Lord's blessings, the grain, the wine, and the oil, the sheep and the oxen. They themselves shall be like watered gardens. Never again shall they languish. Then the virgins shall make merry and dance, and young men and old as well. I will turn their mourning into joy. I will console and gladden them after their sorrows. I will lavish choice portions upon the priests, and my people shall be filled with my blessings, says the Lord. Glory to the Father, and to the Son, and to the Holy Spirit, as As it was was in the the beginning, beginning, is is now, now, and and will will be forever. forever. Amen. My people, says the Lord, will be filled with my blessings. The Lord is great and worthy to be praised in the city of our God. The Lord is great and worthy to be praised in the city of our God. The Lord is great and worthy to be praised in the city of our God. His holy mountain rises in beauty, the joy of all the earth. Mount Zion, true pole of the earth, the great king's city. God, in the midst of his citadels, has shown himself its stronghold. For the kings assembled together. Together they advanced. They saw. At once they were astounded. Dismayed, they fled in fear. A trembling seized them there, like the pangs of birth. By the east wind you have destroyed the ships of Tarshish. As we have heard, so we have seen, in the city of our God, in the city of the Lord of hosts, which God upholds forever. O God, we ponder your love within your temple. Your praise, O God, like your name, reaches to the ends of the earth. With justice your right hand is filled. Mount Zion rejoices. The people of Judah rejoice at the sight of your judgments. Walk through Zion. Walk all round it. Count the number of its towers. Review all its ramparts. Examine its castles, that you may tell the next generation that such is our God, our God forever and always. It is He who leads us. Glory to the Father, and to the Son, and to the Holy Spirit, as as it it was was in in the beginning, beginning, is now, and and will be forever. forever. Amen. Amen. Father, the body of your risen Son is the temple not made by human hands and the defending wall of the new Jerusalem. May this holy city built of living stones shine with spiritual radiance and witness to your greatness in the sight of all nations. The Lord Lord is great and and worthy to be praised in the city of our God. A reading from the letter to the Romans. Brothers, I beg you, through the mercy of God, to offer your bodies as a living sacrifice, holy and acceptable to God, your spiritual worship. Do not conform yourselves to this age, 
but be transformed by the renewal of your mind, so that you may judge what is God's will, what is good, pleasing, and perfect. The Word of the Lord. Thanks be to God. The Lord will help her. His loving presence will be with her. The The Lord Lord will will help help her. His His loving presence will be with her. He dwells in her. She will not falter. His His loving presence will be with her. Glory to the Father and to the Son and to the Holy Spirit. The The Lord will help her. His His loving presence will be with her. All the world will recognize you as my disciples when they see the love you have one for another. Blessed be the Lord, the God of Israel. He has come to his people and set them free. He has raised up for us a mighty Savior, born of the house of his servant David. Through his holy prophets, he promised of old that he would save us from our enemies, from the hands of all who hate us. He promised to show mercy to our fathers and to remember his holy covenant. This was the oath he swore to our father Abraham, to set us free from the hands of our enemies, free to worship him without fear, holy and righteous in his sight all the days of our life. You, my child, shall be called the prophet of the Most High, for you will go before the Lord to prepare his way, to give his people knowledge of salvation by the forgiveness of their sins. In the tender compassion of our God, the dawn from on high shall break upon us, to shine on those who dwell in darkness and the shadow of death, and to guide our feet into the way of peace. Glory to the Father and to the Son and to the Holy Spirit, as it was in the beginning, is now, and will be forever. Amen. All the world will recognize you as my disciples when they see the love you have one for another. My brothers, with all the holy women, let us profess our faith in our Savior and call upon him. Come, Come, Lord Lord Jesus. Jesus. Lord Jesus, you forgave the sinful woman because she loved much. Forgive us who have sinned much. Come, Come, Lord Lord Jesus. Jesus. Lord Jesus. The holy women ministered to your needs during your journeys. Help us to follow your footsteps. Come, Come, Lord Lord Jesus. Lord Jesus, Master, Mary listened to your words while Martha served your needs. Help us to serve you with love and devotion. Come, Come, Lord Lord Jesus. Lord Jesus, you call everyone who does your will your brother, sister, and mother. Help us to do what is pleasing to you in word and action. Come, Come, Lord Lord Jesus. Jesus. Gathering our prayers and praises into one, let us offer the prayer Christ himself taught us. Our Father, who art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. Thy kingdom come, thy will be done, on earth as it is in heaven. 
Give us this day our daily bread, and forgive us our trespasses, as we forgive those who trespass against us. And lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from evil. O God, by whose gift St. Elizabeth of Hungary recognized and revered Christ in the poor, grant through her intercession that we may serve with unfailing charity the needy and those afflicted. Through our Lord Jesus Christ, your Son, who lives and reigns with you in the unity of the Holy Spirit, God, forever and ever. Amen. May the Lord bless us, protect us from all evil, and bring us to everlasting life. Amen. Amen. It's another brand new day and morning air is coming up in just a few minutes with John and Glenn, Patrick Madrid a bit later on. I'm Paul Sadek. I will see you tomorrow morning, bright and early, or at least early, at 4 a.m. Central or on the relevant radio app. In the meantime, you go out and make this a great day and live in the light of the Lord. Audio from the Liturgy of the Hours, courtesy of DivineOffice.org. Readings from In Conversation with God, courtesy of Scepter Publishers. Selections from Truth and Life, the dramatized audio Bible, courtesy of Falcon Picture Group. Ten Minutes with Jesus is used with permission. Daybreak is available on RelevantRadio.com and on the Relevant Radio app. Daybreak is a production of Relevant Radio. Relevant Radio.